0: Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's The Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for being with us, America. The phone number is 888 825 5225. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, host of The Ken Coleman Show, and author of the number one best selling book, Paycheck to Purpose is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Donna, starting off this hour, Baltimore, Maryland. Hey, Donna, how are you?
1: I'm fine. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. What's up? So I am looking at retiring within five years, but I want to get my dream card before I retire, and I hope to have it this year. (laughs) So I'm calling because with my pr- financial profile, I want to know what would you do if you were in my shoes okay what's
0: okay. your what is your net worth? How much of an egg do you have?
1: Well, um, I'm single, I'm sixty two and I have a retirement fund that's valued at five hundred thirty three thousand. Um, I do have a home, but I have a mortgage that is about ninety seven thousand is left on it. What's it worth? About two hundred seventy-five.
0: Okay. All right. So you got a net worth about seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. Yes. And do you have any money other than that?
1: Not really. I just have my emergency fund.
0: Okay. And what is what's a dream car cost?
1: The dream car is a used car, and I'm budgeting forty thousand for it. It would be maybe like a Lexus. I want an SUV, so it would be maybe. A Lexus or a Volvo or maybe a Genesis, if mm-hmm. I can find one within my price
0: range. I like it. And what do you make?
1: Um, my gross amount is 163. Mm-hmm. My take home is 93, and I, I guess that's about 7200 um, each month.
0: Okay, what have you got coming out of your check?
1: I know I. Seem to have a, a lot. I looked at that too, and it was like great day in the morning. I mean, I have my medical insurance, my my dental. I have my um, retirement money uh, that comes out. Vision, um, and I just I'm single, and I I pay a lot in taxes.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Whoa, well, we don't pay that much in taxes, but okay. All right, wow, <laughs> good for you. Uh, well, whenever you can pay cash for it, I would buy it.
1: So Dave, here's the thing. <laughs> Here it comes with my plan. Because I can take money from my retirement without uh, being penalized for it. I was and 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 the goal is I would what I would like to do. But if it if but I don't have to. I'm just telling you in my heart mm-hmm. what I would like to do. I would like to buy this car maybe this year or next year. At sixty-two, sixty-three, so that I can have some years of driving it.
0: Well, you're like twenty. <laughs> I mean, years. Uh, so, um,
1: twenty years for driving? You, you make one
0: hundred and sixty-three thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, you're probably driving to your eighty.
2: I hope um, so. I do too. <laughs>
0: um, or you'll be gone. Well, I mean, there's there's a lot of choices here, but yeah. Um, so, I mean. I, I just bought a truck and I never dreamed it would be the last truck I would ever buy. I never thought about it. And I'm 62 also, so I just don't think that way. But the uh, uh, too much drama on this car purchase. But yeah, I I don't know why you can't save up forty thousand dollars making 160 grand, like in a year. I don't in know a why year. either. But my in numbers
1: went. Oh, I'm sorry. What, in what, a year.
0: In a year. One year. In one year. Yes, forty thousand out of 160.
1: Now, I'm also trying to pay down my house, so I'm also taking a lot of that take-home money and throwing it at my mortgage also.
0: That's that old money's finite thing. It's going to go one place or the other.
1: Right. So if you want to slow
0: down the paying of your house, I would do that before I would pull money from retirement. Okay. But I do want you to get your house paid off. I don't want you to buy this car, and I want you to keep putting money in retirement. I'd love the house to be done before you retire,
1: right? And that's what I wanted to do too. Yeah, that's, and by the and true. by
0: the car, yeah,
1: before I retire because yeah. I'm debt free except for
0: yep, yeah, the I, yeah. Your house, need, house, your house is debt free, and you've got you know 550 that turns into 700 or whatever. Uh, and you got a paid for car and your emergency funds in place. That's what we call being set up for retirement. You did a great job then. But you need to try to lay out the numbers. I don't care which order we do it in. Let's pay off the house and then buy the car or buy the car and then pay off the house. But I would not drain retirement to do it. I don't think you need to here. I think you got a fabulous income, Donna. And you got a lot of options.
3: Yeah. And, and she's been disciplined, you know. She's so far. Got, so far. And now all of a sudden this it's car, like this car yeah, thing. I got to have this car right now, you know. And you know what? The thing about the thing about the car is, is that it'll be very exciting for her for about a month, and then you pretty much adapt pretty quickly. That's just how we humans are. It kind of wears off, no matter how awesome it is. Doesn't mean you don't appreciate it. Doesn't mean you're not grateful for it. But the buzz that she's feeling right now, the the pull, <laughs> it's going to wear
0: off pretty quick. Yeah, it, it, you know, it's a car. It just, I mean, maybe a
3: thirty thousand dollar car.
0: You know, why does it got to be forty? Oh, ah, there you go. And then move up later in car. Buy a 30 and then buy a 50 later, like after you retire.
3: I mean, if the goal is to pay off a house, yeah. then I wouldn't stop that much. I wouldn't slow down very much on that.
0: You know, cars are interesting emotionally. Yeah, oh. Because time. they're a large physical item, mm-hmm. and um, we tend to think when we buy one that it's going to be around longer than it is. Mm. It's it has, it has, because it's large, yep. takes up space. Mm-hmm. It it feels emotionally like it's going to be around. And we really go through more cars than most of us think. Oh, sure. She's ta- she's the way she's talking about that she's going to have it for 20 years. You <laughs> know, and probably not really. Mm-mm. Probably not. I mean, a, you know, 20-year if you're um, got a million dollar net worth, you know, a 20-year-old SUV is probably not what you're driving. Right. Well,
3: just to be real, Even Lexus, if you're 80. a Lexus SUV at 40,000 still's got a good chunk of miles on it. You know, it's not a it's not a low mile product. Those SUVs are expensive. No,
0: yeah. I'll so have to heard the rumor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
3: right. So it's which is crazy.
0: Well, I mean, it's fine. But but it's interesting, it's you we assign the type of permanence to a car purchase that we assign emotionally that we assign to buying a house. Mm-hmm. And it's just not the same. No. You can jump in and out of cars. You don't oh, want yeah. to, but I mean if she bought that my point is three years from now she could easily upgrade mm-hmm. so you're right buy a 25 yeah it's and, probably and, a
3: sizable upgrade for you her. know and
0: then move to a 50. that's correct you know uh three years from now after the house has paid off and you're 65 and because it's not like you are you know you can buy a car at 65 and never buy another car again in your life you right. can do it but um you know as long as your health holds out and your ability to drive holds out it's not likely yeah you're likely going to upgrade change do something it's we how long do people generally keep a car in america not that long really it, it'll fool you i'm gonna drive it till the wheels fall off yeah it says everybody and nobody does it That's true it just doesn't happen very often this is the ramsey shadow mm-hmm. Ken Coleman, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host. A lot of folks have questions about taxes right now. We get that. Here's a question from one of our listeners. What's the difference between an itemized deduction and the standard deduction? Well, the standard deduction is a set amount that you can subtract from your taxable income. It's like your automatic tax freebie. The amount you can get deduct based on your filing status, let's say you're single, you make $70,000, your standard deduction knocks off $13,000, so you only pay taxes on about $57,000. An itemized deduction is one of the specific expenses the IRS allows you to deduct, to deduct from your taxable income when it's time to file your taxes, stuff like charitable giving, your home interest, that kind of thing. And so in the example of the guy above, if uh, – if you're giving and your itemized deductions, you're giving your home interest doesn't exceed thirteen thousand, then you would not do itemized. You would just take the standard deduction because you get more savings you get more savings on your taxes than you can actually write off with the standard deduction that's given to you before you do anything else. That that's the way this thing works. Now here's what's interesting. They raised the standard deduction considerably. It's up to twenty seven seven for a married couple. You don't pay taxes on $27,000, okay, Um, to the point that you've got to have very serious itemized deductions. That was raised on the Trump administration. You have to have very, very serious itemized deductions to even bother with doing an itemized filing. Um, And consequently, only 13% of Americans last year did itemized. 87% did standard. So let me help you with another part of that then that's interesting. The idea I'm going to keep my home mortgage because of the tax deduction doesn't apply unless you don't take the standard deduction. So, and 87% don't. So people saying they're going to keep their home mortgage for the tax savings is uh, mathematically a bunch of crap because most of you aren't. 87% of you are not writing off your home mortgage. You're taking the standard deduction. And so that's just malarkey. So that's just kind of how the tax thing works there. Um, most people are going to take the standard deduction again, 87% do. And the reason is a married couple would be as high as 27, seven single 13,000, some change. There you go. So for more tax tips and software that can help you file with confidence, uh, go to Ramsey smarttax smart tax Ramsey smart tax guides you through the online filing process with low upfront pricing, no hidden fees. And we're not going to try to sell you a credit card like they do at TurboTax. So just want to be real clear about that. RamseySolutions.com slash SmartTax. Lee is in Denver. Hey, Lee, what's up?
4: Hi. So my question is, how do you prepare for what feels like a perpetual financial disaster? It's like I get through step one and start working on step two, and then something comes up, and step one is totally back to zero.
0: Okay. Sounds like a lot of drama. Um,
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> perpetual financial disaster is not one I've ever heard. That's interesting. So uh, you you just had, you, 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 you can't seem to get ahead because you get, get, keep getting kicked off the ladder. Is that what you're saying? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. So what happened? Give me like two or three of the examples.
4: Okay. So it really starts back in November. My boyfriend broke up with me and moved out, and I was stuck paying for um the place i live by myself which is 1600 a month have you moved and then uh no and the reason i'm not moving is i did find a roommate but my landlord actually really likes me as a tenant and said that he would drop my rent 200 dollars if i signed another lease come may what do you make um so last year i made about sixty thousand. right now it's looking like way less than that because I started a new job um, in pursuit of a career instead of a dead-end job.
0: Okay, this is not a perpetual financial disaster. This is perpetual bad decisions.
4: Yeah, I mean, the other thing that is really um, causing a financial disaster is I got a car a year and a half ago. I've been working on paying it off because it does have high interest on it, and it got stolen two weeks ago, so it took away
0: Praise God. Did it have insurance?
4: I did. Yeah. Good.
0: You got out of the high interest rate. They're going to pay it (laughs) off, right? Um,
4: No. So I'm upside down in the car, and because of how essential my car is, um, they're not totaling it. There wasn't a lot of damage they found it the next day. um, So I'm still stuck with the car. um, And what I do with it is, I mean, I travel for my, I am in healthcare. I do sleep studies, but... I also drive for Uber on the side to kinda of supplement what I'm making in healthcare.
0: So how much do you owe on this disaster of a car?
4: Um, about ten thousand and it's worth maybe seven and a half.
0: And how much are they gonna give you for the damage?
4: Um, they're paying I think about thirty five hundred is the damage estimate on it, so not enough to total out the
0: car. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's your interest rate? 21%.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. So, I, I again, I'll repeat myself. You have not had perpetual financial disasters. You've had perpetual bad decisions. Okay. 21% is in the stupid zone. Signing up for a lease you can't afford with your live-in boyfriend who takes off is in the stupid zone. You set yourself up for these things. These weren't things that happened to you. You caused them. Okay. Okay. So that if you want to stop having them, then that's the that's the way to fix it. Is we've got to start thinking with a clearer head. So what you what if I'm woke up in your shoes? What I'm going to do is put thirty five hundred on this car, and I'm going to work day and night, night and day, have absolutely no life until I get this car paid off, and I'm going to move out of this stupid apartment you can't afford with a roommate that isn't going to pay. That's your next bad decision. And get you something very, very cheap that you can afford. Because if you had a lower rent and no car payment and you worked like a crazy person, you could have some money.
3: Mm-hmm. And to that end, I'd stop doing the Uber because you're just you're putting more miles on your car. You can find other hourly jobs right now that can pay better than Uber and allow you to stock up more money and not be causing, you know, damage to the car and all of the gas money. You can do better on that second, yeah. third job.
0: Like give an example, Ken. Well, Target so, at twenty bucks so, an hour. So
3: yeah, take take a big box store like a Walmart or Target. You just look at it seventeen to twenty bucks an hour, you know, and you're pulling extra hours. And work all the time. All the time. Let me tell all you the time, else, as a waitress. Let me tell you, restaurants are dying to find people. You good, go in a good high end rate. Work, a good work. nice restaurant where you're gonna
0: get good tips. Yep. I mean, you're just you're making more of your time and you're not driving that car. I want you working so much you are freaking exhausted and you have no right. time to party. Right.
4: Yeah, and I was doing that last year. Um, I was doing 80 hours a week in security, and then...
0: Security doesn't pay anything.
4: Yeah, I was making, I think, 18 hours during security. Oh, that's
0: better than I thought. Okay, good.
3: Well, you've done it before. You can um, do it again, but this is going to be a shorter time span, and you're coming out on the other side debt-free And walking the baby steps, and now you've got financial freedom.
0: I mean, you should not ever have a boyfriend leave and leave you in a lurch ever again. Yeah. Because you've already done that one once. You don't have to do that one again. Uh, you should never ever sign up for a 21% interest rate on a car ever again. You've already done that once. You never have to do that one again. See my goal when I was young, Lee, I did a lot of really stupid things. That's how I can recognize this. I mean, I got a PhD in DUMB. I've done every stupid thing you can do, but my goal was to never do the same stupid thing twice. And so once you've got a whole bunch of stupid things on your resume already and you never do them again, you start to become what they call wise. Because all the stupid stuff's more in your rearview mirror. That's what happened to me.
3: Yeah, and here's what we know. Now people ask my advice. (laughs) I know, amazing. But you know, here's the deal. You will change when your pain forces you to or your desired future inspires you to. And I think in this case, you got to take both of those, the pain and
0: a desired future for a better life and put them together and get after it. Busted. Once you're going crazy. Yeah. Making a lot of money and doing nothing to spend it clear this car up get out of that lease get you a place where i know your landlord likes you i bet he likes you that's yeah i bet he does yeah most landlords are good no
3: he wants to do her a favor for her to sign a longer lease
0: yeah he's such a nice guy gonna help you out here yeah uh nope this is the ramsey show Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Patrice is with us. Hi, Patrice. How are you? Hey, Dave. Good to have you. Where do you live? Long Island, New York. Well, welcome to Nashville. All the way here to do a debt-free scream. And how much have you paid off? 76,000. All right. And how long did this take you?
5: Two years and four months.
0: Look at you. Way to go, kiddo. And your range of income during that time?
5: Uh, about forty thousand, and my best year during that time was eighty thousand with overtime.
0: Cool. Whoa. What do you do for a living?
5: USPS, letter carrier.
0: All right. So you you get a lot of OT with that, huh? A
5: lot of OT. People don't want to come to work, Dave.
0: <laughs> they didn't want to come <laughs> in, so you pick up the extra route. Yes. Okay, because you got the T-shirt says if you're broke, go to work.
5: Exactly. Especially when it rains, people don't come to work when it rains. They
0: don't even like it in the rain. <laughs> no. That's like a USPS thing. You're supposed yeah. to deliver the mail in the rain, the sleet, the snow. I mean, whatever, right? Yeah, you would but think. You would think, but that gives you opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. You can do whatever you want to do. Pick up. So what's it pay at OT an hour?
5: Um, after eight hours, you get time and a half. So my rate is $23. That's my base rate, so thirty four fifty. dollars And then after eight hours, I mean, after 10 hours, you get double time. So $46.
0: Yeah, you're reaching for that. I like it. How yeah.
5: many hours were you working in a given week? Uh, anywhere from minimum 60 to even 72 hours wow sometimes 10 days in a row breaking all type of labor laws
3: just <laughs> just working i'm all for some civil disobedience
0: that's great i uh, talk about hustle and grind no you get after question. it you know. yeah it's there it's what there. kind of what kind of debt was this seventy-six thousand? all student loans for, okay what's your degree in uh,
5: sociology and okay I,
0: I don't use it and so now you're a letter carrier I'm a letter i like carrier. it okay and you're making money i'm proud of you yeah. way to go how'd you get connected up this ramsey stuff
5: uh actually i was
0: doing some work at my uncle's house and
5: uh, i was like dude how do you have this house in long island like you know taxes is crazy and he goes i was davish and he hands me the book total money makeover and, and he showed me the youtube videos and i was just hooked and, and i listen to you every day when i'm on the route you and john ken and it keeps me going wow
0: wow that's right I'll be thinking about that next time I'm on the microphone here. Hello. Somewhere there's a letter it. carrier in yeah. Long Island, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Way to go. Yeah. Very, very cool.
3: Where did you go to school? I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm going a sociology degree and $76,000 yeah. is two loans. I'm just curious. I started off at Nassau Community and okay. I transferred. I was there for four years, so
5: I was there pretty long. And then I transferred to City College and uh, I wanted to live closer to the campus, so the apartments there in New York City are pretty pretty expensive, so I, I took out uh, the maximum ten thousand okay. per semester, and um, I actually didn't start paying off. I graduated in two thousand twelve. I didn't pay off till
0: recently, so yeah. all that time, all that um, they're just it was just came, laying there building up.
3: Yeah, it's just a true penalty. Yeah. it really is that. And good yeah. for you. You just said I'm over it.
0: Yeah, and if it
5: wasn't for you guys, I probably would still have that debt because where I live and my family, just people have debt, so it really was normal it's
0: kind of like everywhere, yeah, by everywhere. The way. yeah yeah, it's normal everywhere not just with you but way to go yeah. what way are you
5: dreaming about because you're you young
0: because you could do anything man <laughs> yeah. you got you got yeah. the stuff girl
5: i i want to i want to get into real estate too but like you preach you know, you have to cash flow and mm-hmm. then i listen to people at my job and they buy stuff on credit they drive around bmws and they,
0: and they don't work their and, shift.
5: No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: fact, really true. In some of them got repoed.
5: But I definitely, um, I dream just to be a homeowner and be a babysat millionaire.
0: I'm, I think um, you're I on my, your way.
5: Uh, one more thing I want to add that with the post office, they have a TSP, which is, yeah. really, which is really good. And um, I'm doing 15% right now. They and They got the Roth, Roth
0: TSP now, too. Yes, yeah, yes Dropping in that C plan. Yeah. I like it. CNS I, like I did pretty good last month. Shit. <laughs> <See> <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah
5: that's awesome and people at my job say well, i got kids and i uh, you know i can't put that much in them like well stop going they order lunch and they order you know i bring my lunch to work you know they'll go out and order food you were eating in the car a lot weren't yeah you? i always bring my lunch they call me the cheapest one in the office but you're the richest one too yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're the debt-free one yeah for sure everything's paid off 100 percent how's it feel to be free
5: it feels great i could get to come to the dave ramsey show on a random tuesday and call out <laughs> of work so yeah <laughs> i could do whatever i want basically yeah yeah
0: you got you got you got choices now that's yeah. what it gives you and you can choose a different career you can choose to make the most of this career you can choose a lot of different things and yeah you know what's interesting about your story is is that um you took power mm-hmm. you 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 walked out of this very powerfully you have a lot of power now that you didn't have yeah dr john you, Deloney, you believe in you right
5: yeah he talks about um carrying these book bag um bricks in your, in your book bag and um it definitely felt like that you know you walk around life and you're like oh, i got all this debt how am i gonna and you're just going through life but now it's like i i own. i put the book bag down you know i i own my life now and i could do whatever i want you know i don't even have to work for the post office come no 10 more years you know once i get my um 401k up you know I plan on maybe buying a laundry mat or something. I don't know. All these thoughts come in my head, but I could do
3: whatever I want now.
0: Yeah. So. And you know how to do it now.
3: Yeah. yeah. And so, by the way, Dave, the dreams will continue to flood through your head because now there's no limits. Yeah. So people that are in debt have a hard time dreaming. And and uh, it, there's no telling what's going to come out of that that head and heart of yours. And you're going to do some impre- incredible stuff. You really
0: are. <laughs> This, this, this one's special. Right is, here. yeah. She, she's yeah a, there, there, there's a work ethic. There's a swagger. <laughs> yeah. There's, there's, you're, yeah. Going, you're going somewhere. Like you said,
5: Dave, there's money out there. You just got to go get it. It's America, yeah. man. You, <laughs> I got goosebumps, I
3: mean, man. I literally have yeah. goosebumps right now. <laughs> Say if it again I, from the back.
5: If I can do it, I started at, when I started working at the post office, I wasn't even a career employee, meaning I didn't have any benefits. I was making $17 an hour. But with the hard work and overtime, Man, I, I was able to make way more than that. So anybody out there listening, you guys can do it. No matter what you're doing, no matter how little m- m- money you're making per hour, I paid off $76,000. And the way I was able to do that was I actually broke it up into 10,000 markers. So every $10,000 in my head, I was like, all right, I'm one step closer. And to be honest, the last probably like 7,000 was the hardest because hmm. you're right there, but you know, but
0: yeah, I did hard. it. Yeah, it's harder to finish it off. Yeah. Yeah. What do you tell people the key to getting out of debt is?
5: Your why. You have to have a reason at the end. What's yours? Mine was to get a house, Ah. to be a homeowner. Good dream. Yeah. and and.
0: Like your uncle, huh? Yeah, exactly. How'd you get this house? Read this book. (laughs) I like it. Very cool. Thank you, Dave. You're amazing. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm honored to get to meet you very very cool i got a, I have a a, easy prediction to make this this one's gonna leave (laughs) awake
3: oh no question about it so impressive
0: good stuff good stuff hey we got the live and give bundle for you that's the baby steps millionaires book uh the prediction of your future and uh, the total money makeover book to give away to someone that uh you run into like you a few years ago very cool and uh, financial peace university if you've not done it yet you should do it if you have uh then give it to somebody and Pay it forward here and help people get moving. So I'm so proud of you. Very, very, very well done. You're amazing. Let me ask you this: Who was your biggest cheerleader? Uncle?
5: Uh, honestly, the podcast. Like I said, I listen to it. I listen to it every, every every day on my route. I'm out there every day listening, and it is what kept me going. Because a lot of people don't understand when you, when you tell them, they they just. Man, what do you mean? Yeah, they don't. Man, what do you mean? Just put it on a credit card. Like,
0: yeah. So. When your when your broke friends are making fun of your financial plan, you know you're right on track. Huh? Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, Patrice. You're amazing. Well done, Patrice from Long Island. Seventy six thousand paid off in two years In four months, making forty to eighty with some serious OT. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt free.
3: Yeah. Woo hoo! Wow! So, masterclass in momentum. You know, she said, all right, I'm going to tackle the first 10.
0: Believing you can. Yeah, and just getting after it. Believing you can and then doing it. Oh, man. It's just powerful. It really is. Powerful. It makes us glad we're here on these microphones every day. So
3: true. And, you know, I'm sitting here thinking for a second, everybody wants to drive Uber, and I'm not knocking Uber at all, but here we're talking about a postal carrier making $40 an hour at certain points when she's double time.
0: Ding, ding. Come on. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, James 3.13, who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. Samuel Cooleridge said, common sense in an uncommon degree is what the world calls wisdom. Ooh, I like it. Open phones at 888 825 5225. Ken Coleman, Ramsey personality, is my co host today. Drew is in Atlanta. Hi, Drew. Welcome to the Ramsey Show.
2: Hey, Dave. Hey, Ken. Hey, hey what's my up? Call. Oh, I'm just looking for some general financial advice. Um, I'm willing to buy a house, but I'm also trying to plan for retirement. You know, I want to be a millionaire and I retire, <laughs> like everybody else, but. Um, I have about um, $260,000 saved up in cash. Um, I don't have any debt. My car is paid for, but it is about 10 years old. Um, Still runs fine, but I know I'm going to need another one in the near future probably. But um, just kind of trying to figure out uh, should I throw all of my money or most of it at a house to try to buy it in cash? Or should I take some of it to try to start investing? Because right now, as far as retirement goes, all I have is my 401k. It's got about $100,000 in it. I'm starting to try to. Thirty six, sir.
0: Man, you're doing great. Congratulations. Where'd you get two hundred fifty thousand dollars?
2: Um, I just save a lot. Try to live on little, you know.
0: You're single. Yes, sir. What's your income?
2: Um, before taxes, it's probably like seventy thousand. You're from sixty five to seventy thousand, depending. Um, that's before taxes, and then four hundred one k, and everything comes out.
0: You're just a savings maniac. Uh, <laughs> I love you. it. Way to go, man! You've done great. I'm proud of you. Excellent job. What do I'm you do proud. for a living?
3: I'm a
2: nuclear medicine technologist.
0: What's your what's the what's the? I'm just curious. What's the
3: ladder look like for you financially? What's what does it look above you? What does it look like above you?
2: Um, there's no real ladder. It's just you know occasional raises. They're pretty small raises. Okay. But.
3: okay. All right. I hadn't heard that title before. That uh, sounds very impressive. Okay, good There's for you. There's
2: only 14,000 of us in the country, so it's not extremely common. Okay, okay, excellent.
0: Well, um, what would I do if I woke up in your shoes and I had 100000 in my 401K? I'm 36 years old. I make 70000 I got 250000 260000 in the bank. Um, I would set aside an emergency fund out of that of three to six months of expenses, and I would buy a house. The rest of it in the house? Yeah, all of it. And, uh, all of it. Then, then I would – if you if that doesn't buy the house with cash, which it might not in Atlanta, okay, then, it, you know, you finish paying off the house as your next big goal. And as soon while you're putting 15% of your income away towards retirement and um, into good in, – you know, into your 401K, into good growth stock mutual funds, Roth 401K preferable, um, and, you know, you keep doing that baby step four, 15% of your income into the four types of mutual funds we're talking about. Around here, all the time, and um, get the. If you take out a little bit, let's say you took out a, uh, put down two hundred and forty thousand dollars, and you took out a sixty thousand dollar loan, and you got a three hundred thousand dollar house, right? And you pay that off and okay. just, a, and you pay that off very, very quickly. And then once you've done that, then you're headed towards being a millionaire very quickly because you've got the real estate going up in value, and now you're going to load up your 401K and your Roth IRAs and do your longer-term investing until you get to that million. But that's going to put you there in probably five years. About five years? Yeah. Okay. That's about how far out. So you. Should
2: I look at – I'm sorry.
0: That's okay. Go ahead.
2: Um, should I look at investing any money now through like a – a firm like
0: Edward Jones or something. Not like not not beyond fifteen percent. Fifteen percent of your income 15%. going into four hundred one k. If you're going to take out a small mortgage, your next goal is put it all on the mortgage. Okay. Until your house is paid off. When that's paid off, then get with a smart Vestor pro at RamseySolutions.com, find somebody to help you do investing and you do your Roth IRAs and you max those out and you max out everything you can put over at work, not just 15%. Um, and you know, then we figure out what we're going to do beyond that. If you want to do even more, cause you're just, you just love saving money, but that that's where I would start. And that's going to get you there very, very, very quickly. You're going to be amazed because <clears throat> you know, seven years from today, If you're doing all of that, you're going to have three or four hundred thousand dollars saved in just your retirement alone, and you're going to have a paid for, you know, four or five hundred thousand dollar house at that point.
3: Yeah, and I would also say you're a saver, so start saving now to replace that car. You know, because it's it's you said it's running fine, but it's it's older and it's putting on some age. So again, plan for that, and you're going to be great.
0: Kevin is in Denver. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Good. How are you guys? Better than we deserve. What's up?
6: Hey, uh, so I'm having some issues uh, kind of budgeting with my career. I just started a new uh, career about two years ago, started my own business. And it's peaking in the summer times, and it's pretty dead in the winter times. Um, so I picked up a second job in the winter to help kind of pay for things. But I'm having some issues with my work van. It's my only vehicle, uh, and they say it needs a whole new engine in it. So they're quoting me about 5000 for that, which is a lot more than the van is worth. So, kind of trying to see how to get around that without uh, taking out a loan to get a new vehicle.
0: Now, take it—you have no money. Yep, uh, I don't have too much debt. About
6: twenty-three thousand dollars in debt. Uh, On what you have about? Uh, well, I owe ten thousand to my aunt. She helped me pay for uh, my farrier school. It's the career I started, the new trade that I started. Um, she helped me pay for that, so I owe her money for that, and then. Oh about five thousand from student loans that I used to have uh, when I went to college for the year that I went um, and then the rest is uh credit cards only about three thousand mm-hmm.
0: okay and what are you and what are you doing as your side job
6: uh deliver packages for Amazon what's that pay uh, about twenty dollars an hour twenty seventy five
0: and you use your car. Uh, No, I use their vans. Okay. All right. And you have absolutely no money?
6: Uh, Probably have $1,000.
0: Okay. All right. I'd sell your van as is and uh, take the the money with that and put the $1,000 with it and get me a little car to get around for right now, and then I would work like a crazy person this winter to put together the money to buy a $5,000 van by spring. Okay. And then let's get this uh, debt paid off and start working through your debts from there. Uh, but I want you working like all the time. Yes, sir. Like so I, all I have the time. Forty
6: hours at Amazon right now,
0: and then I do uh, horses in the morning when I have time on the weekends. Thirty hours. Forty hours. Oh, we need to do a lot more than that. Yes, sir. You, you need to be gone all the time. You're broke, man. For sure. For sure. For sure. You need some money. And I don't know where to get money except from work. Yeah. yeah definitely not. What are you making in the farrier business?
6: Uh last year I uh, didn't have a second job I made just under forty thousand. Um probably most of that is during the summer months. Uh probably get around six to seven thousand during yeah. the So months. if you made forty
0: in, in the winter working like your tail off and forty in the summer, that's an eighty thousand dollar income. Mm-hmm. Right? And and you can get this debt cleaned up with that and get a cash van for five thousand dollars. But yeah, I don't. I mean, you don't need a, a fancy van, you because you're going to beat the snot out of it anyway.
6: Yeah, that's why I got a two thousand six Chevy uh, yeah. cargo van right now, and I already had a hundred and seventy thousand miles. Yeah, and I put it, so that thing's going to yes, bring a, that now. thing's going
0: to bring a thousand bucks like it sits, or maybe fifteen hundred like it sits with no engine in it, and mm-hmm. salvage. And you put your thousand with it. You buy a twenty five hundred dollar car to get you through the winter. Just to get back and forth okay. to Amazon's, all you got to do, because you're going to be working all the time.
6: Yep, and I still have uh, private clients for horses uh, in the wintertime, too, so that's kind of the issue with just a car. Yeah, uh, okay, then we're going to get a
0: really junky $2,000 van instead of a car. Gotcha. But pay cash for it, no sure. payments. You don't need any more payments. you got enough payments. No, no, sir, I've never paid for a car. I always pay cash for a car. Every- uh, you, you, but you didn't have everything else. Everything else you went in debt for. So we've got to get rid of the payment plan here. Let's get this stuff cleaned up, dude. Hey, well done, Kevin. Appreciate you calling in. We're here to help you if you need more. Ken Coleman, good show. Thank you, sir. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Our thanks to Austin, Ben, James, Zach, and Andrew in the booth. The booth dudes did it again. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus.